Hi there, I'm Jolene McCarthy and welcome to Two Question Tuesday. Each week, Two Question Tuesday answers randomly picked questions submitted by our clients. Answering this week's questions, we have with us Phil D'Angelo, Managing Director of Focus Wealth Management, and Mike Pisani, Director of Financial Planning. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you, Jalen? Good, thank you. Okay, Phil, our first question is from Melissa in New York. She asks, the AstraZeneca shot has been suspended in a few countries. COVID looks to be getting worse in Europe. Is that a concern for the U.S.? Yeah, so over the weekend, um, you know, Europe continues to get worse. Uh, Italy actually announced its third lockdown, full lockdown, uh, starting uh, last night, uh, Sunday night, uh, going into the Easter season, which, um, you know, over 100,000 deaths now in Italy on a population base that's, you know, uh, not more than five, five less our size. Uh, so really, really tough sledding. I, I think it really speaks once again uh, to the large European bureaucracy uh, that's in place with the EU. Um, a lot of European nations uh, really, uh, actually, I, I think Czechoslovakia, sorry, Czech Republic and a few other nations wrote a letter to the EU commissioners this weekend complaining about lack of uh, being able to get vaccines. Uh, not as The vaccination rollout there has not gone well. And coupled uh, with AstraZeneca having some issues with blood clots in their shots, um, you know, if you look uh, year to date, though, the European, you know, stock market indexes are, are not struggling yet, up about uh, 6% on the year on the, on the Dow Jones stocks 50, Euro stocks 50. Um, but I think that they're headed for a long summer. Interestingly enough, you have German elections coming up. We know that Mario Draghi, the technocrat, uh, really got elected in Italy because of his, you know, capability in, in handling technical matters. German elections coming up. Uh, uh, we'll also see the same thing there. That should really be the largest, um, you know, voting mandate uh, in in Europe to see what goes on and how displeased uh, the populace is with uh, the leadership and how they're handling uh, the pandemic. So, you know, tough sledding again. Centralized government, rough rollout, uh, not as many innovations and, and streamlining. And and uh, as we've done here, you know, the U.S. has really led the world. Uh, in this vaccine rollout, as has Great Britain. Um, so we'll see. But once again, it does speak to the underlying uh, differences, large bureaucracy uh, that, you know, really uh, came ahead in Brexit, right, for a different matter economically. Uh, but you see these underlying, you know, what could be cracks down the road. Um, you know, I pray that Europe gets, uh, you know, gets in a better spot and, and that uh, as we produce the vaccines here and are keeping them, uh, that eventually, uh, once we're taken care of, that they'll spread out uh, to the rest of the world and, and, and help. And I'm sure that that's the case. We seem to be almost uh, having full supply here um, by the end of summer. So I'm sure that, you know, once we're done, uh, our shots will spread out and, and America will, will help the world with this pandemic. Um, but, uh, yeah, tough, tough going in Europe right now. Yeah, it's difficult. I, I think it speaks to the innovation and our ability to cope with some of these and a lot of what you said in terms of the bureaucracies over in Europe. Right now, we have three different applications of these shots from some of the biggest, both pharma and manufacturing in terms of these companies that can crank these out. And Europe basically has the AstraZeneca shot. and That's about it. 
And there's a lot of really good European pharma companies, but none of them can tie everything together and jump over the hurdles that they need to in order to get the vaccination out to a lot of the masses there. So it's really an unfortunate circumstance. I mean, a third major lockdown, that's tough. That That's tough on the populace to take after a while, you know. Okay, next question. Mike, this is from John in New York. My savings account is not growing. What are other options and how much is too much to keep in the bank? This is a really good question that I get frequently. And the traditional thought process was have at least six months of cash inside of a bank account for any applicable use that you might need. And, you know, that comes from a really long time ago when bank accounts were actually generating you 4% plus on your savings. And if you invested money, you had to request a check coming out of your investment account. It would take time to get there. It would take longer to clear. And it's a different world now with technology. Um, you can basically facilitate an electronic transfer from your investment account and you can have the money cleared in there within a couple of days, really like 48 hours. So at the end of the day, I tell people this all the time. It is very much a personal answer to this question because everyone has a different comfort zone when it comes to how much is enough for you not to be concerned about your investment account and to sleep at night. But at the same time, with savings accounts at the zero bound and really no idea of when the Fed is going to start raising rates, some people have forecasts out 2022, 2023. So we talk about rising interest rates all the time, but we're talking about the long end of the yield curve. We're not talking about short-term savings and deposits. That's probably going to be anchored at zero for a really long time. So this is one of these situations where I think it's appropriate to, if you have an excessive amount of money in a, in a bank account, you can invest some of it in a regular brokerage account. Make sure that you are grounded in terms of risk and not investing money that you really can't afford to lose or something that's earmarked for something that you're going to spend money on in the next three to six months because you just never know. Like we just talked about, COVID could reaccelerate again. Something could happen. And even though that the economy seems to be in sequential acceleration mode, almost anything could happen overnight that you don't – it can't predict. And I mean, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, dollar cost averaging being another option where you could put part of the money into an account and then continue dollar cost averaging over the course of time into an investment account. Because at the end of the day, to me personally, it makes sense to have money invested, giving you an opportunity to make money than having it sit in a bank account where we talk about inflation accelerating all the time. You're losing purchasing power on a constant basis as, a, as inflation accelerates with bank accounts not paying you anything. So you don't want to invest the whole sum of money. You need to have a safety net, but it's nice to be able to generate adequate rates of returns. There are things working in the markets right now. And I think that that is going to continue as long as the economic expansion continues to take hold. And interest rates continue to rise as the economy grows a little bit. So, again, it's a personal preference. And I always tell people this, but you can get your hands at this money really quickly in the event that you need it. Just make sure that you're staying in line with your overall risk tolerance at the end of the day. Okay. Thank you. Um, thank you, everybody, for your questions. And if you have a question you'd like to submit, please email us at jmccarthy at focuswealthmgmt.com. Stay safe, and we will see you next week.